The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lined up their first run of interviews for the offensive coordinator job, one of which is a familiar face and a Super Bowl champion with the Bucs. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. Joined as I always am, or almost always am. On well, well, we can make it happen. By uh, by our good friend, Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay. Of course, you can check out what he's doing on 10 Tampa Bay and at 10TampaBay.com. And, of course, you can follow everything on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks, at E. Klosky, WTSP, and at Locked on Bucks, which at Locked on Bucks is currently the default Twitter that I'm using because I still can't access my personal account working on it, but I'm kind of locked out right now, so that's a lot of fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? And this game is definitely for you to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On, all one word, all caps, in the game. Again, we thank you for making us first listen or view of the day. Evan, you're going to get the, the opportunity to play GM coming up in just a little bit. But... We have to start things off by talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they didn't announce it, but you know it has been reported now that they kind of have their first set of interviews for the vacant offense coordinator job lined up as they begin their quest to revamp the team following their disappointing season. They requested and were granted permission to interview former Lions offense coordinator and Jaguars passing game coordinator Jim Bob Cooter. Broncos passing game coordinator Clint Kubiak and Vikings wide receiver coach and Buccaneers Super Bowl champion Keenan McCardell in the first wave of announced candidates. It is worth noting they did request permission to interview Texans offensive coordinator Pep Hamilton, but he declined. Now, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times pointed out that Hamilton has a son who is a star high school quarterback in Houston still has two years left in high school, which could be a reason that Hamilton turned down the request, as well as the fact that the team that he's on the staff for is currently searching for a head coach. So maybe he's thinking, why would I risk you know, losing out on that opportunity by taking this interview when I want to stay here in Houston? I want to be part of the Texans. So, Evan, of the, the names that were mentioned that have been announced as, as candidates for this job, do any of these pop out to you at all as like, oh, well, you know, I, I hadn't thought of him before, but that could work. I mean, I I wasn't thinking about Keenan McCardell. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, from these crop of names, I am pretty underwhelmed. Let's just say that. Um I know Jim Bob Cooter is still young. I mean, he hasn't even hit 40 yet, but um, 
you know, he, he had a stint with the Lions, and I understand the Lions didn't have great talent. He had Matthew Stafford, though. And there's nothing about that offense that ever – I looked up the stats before we got on. It, nothing in that offense wowed us. I mean, <clears throat> even though he had uh, in, in 2017 a top-10 – scoring uh they, the lions were top 10 in scoring offense uh their passing game wasn't necessarily necessarily prolific uh the rushing game each and every year was terrible and i would have to imagine if you're todd bowles you're looking for somebody who can freaking run the ball um but you know there's a lot to be said because the buccaneers situation all you know hinges on whether or not Tom Brady's really going to be there, and, and I hate to always make this about the the Tom Brady show, but you know it's not really like the Buccaneers have the sexiest job out there if he doesn't return. I mean, let's think about the OC jobs. Um, you have the Ravens, who we think are going to have Lamar Jackson. I, you know, you have uh, the Rams, where you get to work for McVay and have Stafford. You have Justin Herbert and the Chargers, um, you know, potentially not really this season, but probably in the future, Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. Um, and then, you know, the Buccaneers, I clump with like, you know, teams like the Jets, uh, teams like, I mean, pretty much the Jets, like the Commanders, teams that have some some really good pieces if you can just find that quarterback. But, you know, I don't think that on paper the Buccaneers are the sexiest job out there, so maybe they're just doing their due diligence. But, um, I mean, I'm sorry, but anyone associated with the Broncos' offense this year, this past year, I, I am ruling out, even though I know that Clint Kubiak has known Mike Evans for like a decade, going back to his Texas A&M days. And, uh, and, and do you really want to give Keenan Cardell his first – do you want to – if you have like if Tom Brady comes back, you really want to go with somebody who's branch banking new to the OC job and calling plays. Uh, I understand he's a former player, but you just are coming off a Byron Leftwich situation where it's very similar type of resume. I don't know if that's really what Todd Bowles is looking to pin his his future on, right? Like this could be Todd Bowles's last shot at being a head coach. I don't know if I'd want a uh, a beginner out there, but you know, I'm all, I'm all for doing the due diligence. I just first crop of names. Meh. And, uh, you know, I know Jim Bob Cooters, uh, with Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence has been great this year, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I'm going to give credit to Doug Peterson a little bit more than Jim Bob Cooter, uh, fair, unfair, whatever. You know, we did the same thing with Bruce Arians, and Byron the past couple of years and fair or unfair, you know, there was one significant difference outside of a couple of players. I just, you know, it is what it is. I do find the Keenan McCardell interview to be very interesting because you, you make a good point. Do you really want to, does, does Todd Bowles want to hitch his wagon to somebody who would be a first time offensive coordinator, but at the same time, he could be the next great offensive coordinator and this could be an opportunity to really build something whether or not that you know influences brady's decision to come back or not time would tell i think it would be kind of interesting to see you know somebody like keenan mccardell who's getting their first opportunity hitched to a guy who 
might be a new quarterback. They might draft one or, or put it off until next year. And if they're bad enough with, with Trask or, or Gabbard at the helm, that they might be able to land a Caleb Williams. And now all of a sudden you have the offensive coordinator and the rookie quarterback duo that get to work together and, and grow something very interesting. There's, there's pros and cons to first timers and retreads. You know, we know that sometimes the retreads work out. Sometimes they don't um, whether or not it would impact Brady. I don't know. I, I guess we'll find out, but I'm, it's I'm gotta be someone who Brady. And by the way, you know, uh, Right. Bill O'Brien off the table going to New England. Right. So, um, you know, which, you know, good on New England, because if they didn't have that connection, I don't know why anybody would, would want that job. But Bill O'Brien, obviously, um, you know, Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, they have Alabama ties, yada, yada, yada. Um, there obviously would have to be the prerequisite of Brady approving of them. But I mean, there's also, you know, there's this general knowledge, I'm sure, of like, hey, Tom, we're going to pick our guy, but we would love your opinion on this guy. And if you do so choose to come back, is this somebody you would work with? So I don't think that they would ever put someone on the desk of Tom Brady that they, you know, would want him to reject. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he has that kind of power, but certainly it would it would weigh a lot in just a hiring process if a guy like Tom Brady is like, you want no part of this. Right. Yeah, it's, as you said, the first crop of names are kind of underwhelming. At the same time, I find them to be a little bit interesting. And who knows, maybe there's a candidate that they have already interviewed that we just don't know about yet. Um, maybe. You know, that that information tends to kind of pop out every once in a while. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, last week, the Buccaneers already interviewed such and such so we will uh we will continue to monitor the offense coordinator situation as you would expect but we are going to get to evan's takes on what or who the bucks should put their focus on when it comes to their in-house free agents that's coming up here on a wtsp wednesday episode of locked on bucks this episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and I cannot tell you how much fun I had competing against my fellow Locked on NFL hosts in our network tournament, even though they all cheated, including David, <laughs> and I should have been the rightful winner. Yeah, David's always but, a cheater. But this, you know, it, uh, no no shame to, to David. He actually is very good at the game, enjoys playing it. I enjoy playing it. And now you can enjoy playing it as well. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing a football franchise, your dream can come true. And this game is definitely for you. You're going to manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory, trying to build a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, all the ups and downs of a season, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to, when you want to. And and for Locked On Bucks fans, Ultimate Football GM will be hosting 
a special competition where you can win amazing monthly prizes. Stay tuned for details in an upcoming episode. Locked on Bucks listeners can also get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on all one word, all caps in the game store. That's locked on all caps. Make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every single day. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NFL and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes locked on NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Evan, uh, we were just talking about running your own franchise and, and taking them through the ebbs and flows of the draft and free agency. And the Buccaneers certainly have some key free agents coming up this offseason. And you can't bring everybody back like they did a couple of years ago, right? There, There's no money for that. We know the cap is an illusion it's fake it's it's just like uh matthew mcconaughey says yeah uh, to an extent uh the, the bill eventually comes due the party the party has to end but you can go into the wee hours of the night if you want to yeah and, and there's no guarantee that brady's walking back through that door so jason light has to walk that fine line between getting the cap situation back in order and trying to keep the buccaneers set up for future success. There might be a couple of bad years coming up once Brady leaves or retires or whatever the case may be. They have to find a quarterback. There's some you know, really good players that are going to walk out the door, but there's still that fine line of making sure that the future building blocks are still there. So minus Tom Brady, he doesn't count. He doesn't exist. Uh, if he doesn't know what he's effing doing, we're not going to speculate on it for this exercise. Who is the number one free agent that the Bucs have to make sure that they have under contract for 2023 and beyond? Got to be Levante. Uh, Not only of what he means to the organization, the fan base, but they are thin at inside linebacker. Like, I mean, who is next if it's not Levante next to Devin, right? I mean... Not a great situation, I'll tell you that right now. Obviously, they would have to invest heavily in the draft on that. But Mm. uh, to me, I think the most glaring weakness, if you were to remove them, uh, you know, ignoring Brady, uh, would be removing Levante David from this defense and putting his replacement player in there. So I I think that would be number one for me. See, and and I'm honestly a little bit surprised that you gave that answer not because I don't like Levante David. Obviously, I love Levante. He's been a longtime buck. He, you know, he and Mike Evans deserved that Super Bowl a couple of years ago, more so than pretty much anybody else on the roster because of all the things that they had been through. But David went on record on Monday's episode that he thinks that Levante David is gone. I will echo that sentiment. I do not think Levante David is back. I really, truly don't. I hope I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, you all can roast me in the YouTube comments. I I will welcome it with a smile on my face. But I just don't think at this stage in his career, if Brady is gone, 
that he is going to want to be part of a rebuild. He is going. Yeah, to- I mean, you, I agree with you. The question isn't whether I think he'll be back. It's That's whether fair. number one person I would call and uh, whether we believe that Levante is going to actually come back or not. Separate debate. I agree with you. If Brady's gone, <laughs> I don't know why Levante would come back. Right. He has to go chase his championship somewhere else. He only has probably two or three maybe great years left in him before it's all said and done. I mean, you can't be playing that long at that position. So, I mean, he just came off a fantastic year. He's got, you know, he knows that his window personally is closing. So, yeah. it Yeah. I, it, so, me, the GM, versus me, Levante, two different answers. Uh, yeah. All right. That That is absolutely fair. But at the same time, if, if I was going to rank someone, I'm not going to get into my own personal rankings, but I take a look at a position like corner where you have two starting caliber corners that are both about to become free agents. It's going to be hard to replace two of them. You can replace one with a day two pick, uh, probably not both, but, you know, outside of, of Levante, who, you know, is is the heart and soul of, of the defense and has been for over a decade what are maybe one or two other pending free agents that the Bucks have in-house that you feel it's really, really important to make sure that no matter what you have to do, what kind of money you have to move around, are back with the Buccaneers next season? I, you know, I, I'm a, a firm believer in Jamel Dean. Uh, you know, he's going to be the most expensive Buck that you have to resign. I mean, out of everybody, ignoring Tom Brady, uh, which honestly he might – Depending on Tom Brady's deal, he might make total more. But looking at um at Spot Track, right? Spot Track, uh, Sport Track or Spot Track? Spot Track. Spot Track. I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just want to make sure I attribute correctly. Um, he would. He's going to get somewhere in the range of three years, fifty million dollars. It's a lot of money for a team with salary cap issues. So while I think in my head, you have Todd Bowles, a defensive coach what it would look like if you had Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean next to each other and what you can do figuring out the middle. Um, again, it's a tough question to answer without the knowledge of Brady, because if Brady leaves, I'm more willing to say, screw it. Dean should sign elsewhere. We're not going to be competitive in the next few years, probably. And I rather just go bargain shopping. I'll bring in Mike Edwards, Sean Murphy bunting for cheaper and let Dean get paid elsewhere. But, um, you know, if Brady comes back, Dean should be a priority because he's an excellent player. You uh, you watched him grow in your organization. You built him into a stud cover corner and you're going to let somebody else reap the benefits of your program developing him. That kind of sucks. Yeah. And on the flip side, he might be a little jilted from not getting to participate in in the wild card weekend game he was money I mean, will money will, will will make him forgive that you know what i'm saying maybe maybe it, 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 he's not happy about it but you pay the man he'll be back um but i, I yeah i certainly would be pissed and, and rightfully so and and all due respect to spot track david and i use that website a lot and you know to to track things see what their estimated market value is I could be wrong, but I think three years, 50 million is going to be more than what the Bucks just gave Carlton Davis. I don't remember his contract, but I know he took a little bit of a discount to come back. I can't see the Bucks paying Jamel Dean 
More than they're already paying. Carlin Davis was three years, about $45 million. Yeah, see, there's that's going to be the kicker. And I know that was below what Track had had estimated for his market value because they had put him at like 18 and a half a year or something like that. It was way, it was almost 20 million a year. And we thought Davis was gone. He took a little bit less to stay. It'll be interesting to see if Jamel Dean does the same or if he says, you know what? I got my ring. Now I'm going to go get my bag and can't blame the guy for doing something like that. But some other guys that are looking for a ring, uh, we'll be playing this Sunday, and Evan, as we always do on WTSP Wednesday, we are going to get your predictions for those games coming up in just a moment right here on Locked on Bucks. This episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you in part by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that is even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first five dollar bet just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to the point spreads to player props plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay thank you Bengals, for ruining my parlay that would have hit last weekend but that's neither here nor there I'll oh it's oh it's here and there uh, I'll place another parlay this weekend. I legitimately love FanDuel. It became legal in the state of Ohio on New Year's Day. In fact, right at the moment that Ohio State missed the field goal against oh, Georgia. Oh, boy, here we go. I was able to start betting with FanDuel, and I did, and it has been a blast. It is so much fun. All on the app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Wrapping things up here on a WTSP Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, and it is championship weekend, the final four rematch of the AFC championship from last year. The NFC championship features the unlikeliest of quarterbacks against a team that was a season long powerhouse. So Evan, let's hear some predictions from you. We are going to start off with the NFC championship between the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. What is your bold prediction for the NFC championship? Can I say the bold prediction is the Niners winning? They're underdogs, right? Is that bold enough? Well, we'll get to your we'll get to your score in a moment, sir. Uh, well, I dig. <laughs> wondering how bold I have to be. Um, no, I mean, I guess my bold prediction is the Eagles won't score a touchdown in the first half. Okay, that's bold. I should have waited to take a drink until after <laughs> you had already said that. Wow. Now. The 49ers defense is outstanding, but Jalen Hurts is on a different level this year. 
AJ Brown is that dude. And even if they're locking up, you know, AJ Brown, you still got Devontae Smith who's out there making plays. Miles Sanders, in my opinion, criminally underrated. Uh, they might get a handful of field goals, but they're not going to be able to punch it in. That's the kind of bold we're looking for. All right. So NFC Championship score prediction. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go Niners 17, Eagles 16. Yeah, I'm going under. It's I'm going opposite of what you're all thinking. You know, people going to go over? No, I'm going under. Um, yeah, I just I love this Niners team. And Buccaneers fans really need to pay attention to this contest because even though the common thread of information is that Tom Brady will stay on the East Coast. I do think if San Fran came calling, he would maybe make a life exception for one year to fulfill his childhood dream and join an organization that is built to win right now. Um, Six conference championship appearances for the Niners in the last 11 years. Yeah. So, I mean, they, 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 they check all the boxes outside of living on the East Coast. Every single box they check off. Reputable organization. You know, John Lynch is the, you know uh, the GM there, highly respected as well. The defense is uber talented and unbelievable. You have playmakers all over the field offensively. Stout offensive line. Uh, great running back, rushing game. Um, it's really just like Tom can go into that offense and make it easily to the NFC championship game based on nothing more than just not turning the ball over, which is pretty much, and I give Brock Purdy tons of credit because yeah. there are a lot of third string quarterbacks who cannot do what he is doing and be as composed as he is, but he has been unbelievable with not turning the ball over, letting his playmakers do the dirty work and him just facilitating. Right. So that's, um, I think that that's something important for Buccaneers fans to watch. Now, if they make the Super Bowl, I don't know how you can pull the plug on Brady uh, on uh, on Purdy to to bring in Brady. You know, it's just a I don't know. That's weird. It's, that's but, a tough situation. Yeah, but you know, if you don't win this game, you might be able to say, "Look, Purdy took us as far as he can go." Yada yada yada. Um, so to be determined on that front. But I do think the Niners are going to win. I just think that the Niners are the best team in the NFL. Interesting. All right. Well, and of course, Tom Brady, John Lynch, former teammates. People forget that. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's a good he call. A, John Lynch had a cup of coffee in New England, got he through did. preseason and decided, you know what? I'm I out. For me to hang it up. I'm out. You see this crazy quarterback? I'm out. All right. The AFC Championship, the rematch. The Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals at Burrowhead Stadium. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has not beaten Joe Burrow. He's dealing with the high ankle sprain. Uh, I think the Cincinnati Bengals look like the best team in football right now. Uh, top to bottom, even with Eli Apple, who is terrible at the football, popping off on Twitter for God knows what reason, because he's Eli Apple and it just makes no that sense. That is one former Buckeye don't claim. Oh, uh, you have to because you're now, not allowed to claim Joe. You have to claim. Oh, Eli. I will say I it is a big pet peeve of mine when Ohio State fans claim Joe. It's like, thank no, you. because it's like if that's how it's going to go, then you can't claim Justin Fields. Like that's Georgia's Justin Fields. You can't do that. That's a good call. All right, I like where your head's at. What is your bold prediction for the AFC Championship? 
Uh, bold prediction is that this game is a lot closer than people think. Um, I think everyone's like penciling in the, the Bengals. I'll, I'll say that the Chiefs will be leading in the first half by double digits. So almost an exact, well, we haven't gotten to your score yet, but last year Kansas City was in firm control of that game, went for it uh, at the end of the half, couldn't convert it into a touchdown, didn't turn it into points, then came the second half comeback. So the Chiefs up by double digits at halftime. Do they hold on and win, or do the Bengals come back and break their hearts again? What's your score prediction? Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati 27, Kansas City 24. Um, my heart believes Kansas City is going to figure it out because I I believe in Andy Reid. He's, you know, just, I mean, right next to Belichick, the next best head coach of his era. I mean, he's so good. It's, he's just, an, uh, he's, that's what makes great, uh, good coaches great and great Hall of Famers is the, the ability to adjust throughout different time periods in football that no matter what the trend has been, Andy Reid knows it and he's ahead of you. So his coaching, I'm going to imagine that Mahomes is going to get injected with whatever he's got to get injected with to, to do what he's got to do and gut it out, knowing that he's got at least like 13 days to prepare for the Super Bowl if he gets it. Uh, so my heart believes after all the crap they've taken from Cincinnati and national media about how they're going to lose this game because they can't beat the Bengals, that they're going to that they've been they've been studying, and this is the time. This is the time they're going to step up. Having said that, uh, I just Kansas City's weakness is pass defense, and if there is one team not to struggle in pass defense against, it's Cincinnati Bengals, who who don't need to necessarily rely on Joe Mixon to get their offense moving, which is really where the Chiefs' defense has a strength. You know, with with Chris Jones up there on the defensive line, so. Um, I just I, it's a little bit of a mismatch. Uh, so while I think that the Chiefs come out hot and they got all these ideas and it's going to work, uh, eventually Cincinnati will figure it out and head to back to back Super Bowls. Yeah, I saw that Mahomes already has as many conference championship appearances in his career as both Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. That is wild. And everybody I mean, five can, straight. Yeah. That's like, I mean, I think it's only been done twice in NFL history. One, of course, being Tom Brady with the Patriots. Yeah. He's nine away from tying Tom Brady now uh, for most conference championship appearances of all time. And, and everybody keeps talking about the next Tom Brady, the next Tom Brady. And Joe Burrow is rightfully starting to garner some of that attention. So it makes me think is Burrow Mahomes the new Brady Manning where it seemed like Manning just could not get over that hump he he managed to do it twice but it is is Burrow going to be that hurdle that Patrick Mahomes just can't get over it's going to be it, an electric yeah it's it's kind of tough because you know Burrow also didn't catch Mahomes during the rookie contract era of the Chiefs, right? That's true. That's where you develop greatness is, oh, when you're getting paid, are you still able to take your team to the promised land? And, you know, Brady won three of four 
out of the gates. And then, you know, I mean, he kept going back to the Super Bowl, but eventually he had that like 10 year drought of not winning one. Uh, it, you know, it's hard. So Burroughs right now enjoying, and not to mention, not just Joe, Jamar Chase has to get paid. T. Higgins has to get paid. Tyler and- Boyd is still there. The, like most of the defense needs to get paid. So, I mean, that it's they have tons of cap space, but it's going to be used up. It's, you know, you got to give Burrow his contract. It's all going to Burrow and Chase. And I've already told Bengals fans, I was like, prepare yourself. T. Higgins is probably gone. T. Higgins could be a number one somewhere, and they will pay him to be a number one. And the Bengals won't have that money for him because you have to pay Burrow. You have to pay Chase. You're going to have to pay some of these defensive players. I already think Jesse Bates is out after this year, but that's a conversation for another day or another podcast. Check out our buddy. <laughs> we should just Over. cross it out. All right. Yeah. All you Bengals fans, stick around. We're yeah. going into overtime. Check out James Rapine over there at Locked On Bengals. He's my boss at allbengals.com. But we are out of here. <laughs> For this one, thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Now, for your second listen, check out Locked On NFL, bringing you local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. David will be back tomorrow. Not sure if he's lining up a guest or not because there's no crossover. We'll find out. Uh, David always brings the heat, though. He's got you. He you might have Tom Brady. Yeah, he might not. He might not. But you better tune in to find out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Tom Brady's decided what he wants to do and he's going to announce that on the Locked On Bucks podcast. Just, you know, hit subscribe on YouTube, get notified uh, when the show pops up, and boom, you're good to go. If you want to help David out, if he doesn't get Tom Brady on the show, go ahead and send him topics, questions, ideas over to Locked On Bucks Podcast at gmail.com. Check out everything Evan is doing on 10 Tampa Bay at 10tampabay.com. Check out my work over at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at E-Klosky, W-T-S-E. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe and stay healthy. Fire the kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Great.